Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets on Thursday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, July corn futures down one at 3.18.5. July soybeans down three and a half at 8.43.25. July Chicago wheat up six at 5.19 and three quarters. July Kansas City wheat up three and a half at 4.56 and three quarters. July spring wheat up three cents at 5.23.5. Did have a few different data releases at 7.30 this morning. Export sales, um, corn 8.84 for old crop, uh, net cancellations of about 29,000 for new crop. That was below expectations. Soybean sales, very good. 1.2 million for old crop and 464 for next year. Wheat sales, not great. 176 and 253 for next year. Jobless claims uh, for the week, 2.438 million. That was a little bit above expectations, but pretty close. These weekly jobless claims are just astronomically high compared to anything we had seen uh, before the virus. Um, maybe on a on a similar or related note, the stock market has been phenomenally strong, which is in stark contrast to the the data that we're seeing regarding jobs and unemployment. The S&P 500 posted its best close since March 6th yesterday. Um, this has been nothing short of an incredible performance given massive jobless claims, unprecedented spike in unemployment. That index, the S&P, has rallied almost 36% from its March low. We're now only, I think, 12 or 13% from the all-time highs that were posted in February. Um, and again, another big jobless claims number here this morning. So I think there's a lot of optimism regarding some of these uh, states and really the whole country reopening. Of course, of course, you've got the big Fed stimulus and uh, some vaccine prospects. U.S. ethanol production improved for a third consecutive week, 663,000 barrels per day. That was up 7.5% on the week, but still below last year's levels by 38%. So despite three weekly improvements, the improvements have been pretty minimal, and we're still essentially grinding corn for ethanol at about, what, 60 62% of last year's pace, and that continues to be the biggest problem for the corn market. Ethanol stocks declined for the fourth consecutive week. They were down, I think, two, about 2.5% two on the week. They're now down about 15% from the all-time high that was posted in April. So ethanol uh, stocks are kind of almost back to pre-virus levels. And for the moment, demand for ethanol is outpacing production. That's a trend that probably doesn't continue. I think you're going to start to see better production here, uh, even better production, and hopefully some bigger increases in the coming weeks. Weekly gasoline demand unexpectedly fell about 8% on the week. Um, it's still 34% above those multi-decade lows we saw in April, but we've got some work to do to get back to pre-virus levels. So the lack of demand for corn via the U.S. ethanol industry remains, in my opinion, the biggest problem for the corn market here. Russia's grain crop will be lighter than expected. The Russian government pegged the uh, the the total grain crop at 120 million metric tons. They were 125.3 previously. Uh, they've had some dryness in southern areas in particular. Some rain chances do exist in the next couple of weeks, but they shouldn't be enough to offset um, some of the recent issues. A lot of the U.S. Southern Plains will see some very heavy rains here during the next seven days. Good portions of Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, some of Nebraska, an inch up to two, three, four inches of rain locally in some areas over the next week. Some of these far western areas of those states, which have been the dry problem areas, are going to remain on the drier side. Maybe some rain chances here the next day or two. Um, 
The corn market itself has just consolidated. Uh, these July corn futures seem to have found a home around this 320 neighborhood. Uh, ranges have been tight. Volatility has been low. No major U.S. weather problem to speak of. I know we've got some issues. You've got your, your problem in North Dakota that's well advertised. Some of these areas in the Corn Belt that have seen excessive rains recently. Still, there's just not a reason to believe that production is in jeopardy at, at this point to any significant extent. Soybean market, kind of same deal, consolidation trade. You've got a little bit of a wedge pattern on the charts. Um, no new flash sales of beans to China this week. We'll see if anything develops here today or later this week. But uh, we saw some business last week. We'd obviously love to see more beans sent to China. Brazil is is probably going to break some records this month in regards to so, so, soybean shipments, and uh, the majority of those have gone to China. The wheat market posted some fresh uh, two-month lows in the uh, Kansas City contracts yesterday and then came back and finished the day higher. Maybe we just got a little oversold here for the moment. Um, that Russia story may be a positive factor. The export sales, though, are not doing what we need them to do, and that's a big problem. The uh, cattle market was lower yesterday, not by a ton, though, anywhere from $0.20 cents down to a buck fifty. Uh, we do have a cattle on feed report tomorrow. I will have some estimates for you uh, tomorrow. The box beef market was mixed yesterday, down about five and a half bucks in the choice boxes, up about two thirty in the select boxes. Ahead of the cash open, the Dow is down seventy five points. S and P is down nine. That's a pretty marginal loss after a really good day yesterday. The uh, bonds are a little bit higher. U.S. dollars about flat. Crude oil is up eighty two cents at thirty four thirty two in the uh, July. WTI. So it's it's kind of disappointing that you see this big recovery in crude, big recovery in the energies, big recovery in the stock market, and the grain markets just cannot get going. And, and same thing for the livestock, I guess. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you are seeking to improve your grain marketing this year, sign up for my subscription service. It's $49 a month. You'll know when, how, and specifically I'm pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat uh, throughout the year. You don't need to be a futures or options trader to follow those recommendations. Everyone have a great day. I'll talk to you on Friday.